Thank you for choosing Miniaturist of Baptist Church podcast. We hope you benefit from this message. If you'd like to learn more about Miniaturist of Baptist Church, please visit our website at miniaturistachurch.org. Sunday of Advent, we are going to be listening to the song, What Child Is This? And then from the chorus is where we will uh, have our messages. And so we will be on our second message uh, from this chorus. And so listen to the song. You can sing along if you'd like, or you can hum along, or you can just watch the words. And... This is Christ the King. We talked about that last week. Whom shepherds guard and angels sing. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. If you have a bulletin on the back side of your bulletin, 
is an opportunity for you to take some notes if you so choose. And it says this at the top. It says the Christmas carol we just heard begins, What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? And of course, that is the real question. Who is this baby born so anonymously in Bethlehem to a lowly, unknown couple whose birth established the world's calendars, who's known more by more people in the world than any other human being, who determines the destiny of every human who has ever or will ever be born, whom shepherds guard and angels sing. Take your Bible and turn to Luke chapter 8. And we will look at this story. I'm sorry, 2 and verse 8. Luke chapter 2 and verse 8. Luke chapter 2, thanks Mary, verse 8. And we will read a story that you're very familiar with. It's part of the Christmas story and I love it. And there were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. That is the reading of God's word. So the angel comes to the shepherd and says, basically answers the question, who is this child who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? In your notes it says the angel says that child is a savior who is Christ the Lord. Jesus is our Savior. I want you to listen to this very carefully. As Savior, He saves us from the all-encompassing wrath of a holy God by saving us from our sin, which without a Savior condemns us to eternal hell. He is our Savior. He's also given the title Christ, which means anointed one. 
He is our Savior. He is the Anointed One. He's also given the title there, Lord, which means the ultimate place of authority. When the angel makes the announcement, he is saying, Jesus is God's anointed or chosen one who saves us from our sin and then becomes the authority by which we live. That's who the child is who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping. Our Savior and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now I want us to look at four things that the Savior caused basically to these disciples, but I think it certainly translates over to us as well. And the first one is this. The Savior caused all heaven to break loose. The Savior caused all heaven to break loose. Verse 13, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. The angels are sent from heaven to proclaim this salvation message. It's the mystery of the ages that we talked about last week. Jesus is our King. God becoming flesh. I love Galatians verse four, or chapter four, verse four. It says, at just the right time, at just the right time, God knew exactly what he was doing, at just the right time, God sent his son. It happened this night in Bethlehem. Angels are sent from heaven to declare this good news that Jesus came to save sinners in order to increase the population of heaven to bring glory to God in the highest. So after the single angel made the announcement, which uh, it says that the shepherds were terrified, well, a great company of the heavenly host, we say, or we read, shows up. And basically all heaven breaks loose with this song, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. I also wonder if this song was played at that time too. This is, uh, this is a definite Christmas song and uh, I think uh, important as well. Think of the angels in heaven coming to earth proclaiming hallelujah. Hallelujah,
Amen. I love that song. I don't think they sang that because that was written a whole long time after, but it makes me, that song makes me picture what the angels did there. Their proclamation includes a salvation peace, it says. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men on whom His favor rests, given by God to whom He is pleased, according to His good pleasure, your Bible might say, to give it on whom His favor rests. All heaven showed up for this announcement. And before we talk about the, uh, the, the next point there, I just want to talk about the recipients real quick. The inhabitants of the earth, they have no idea what's going on. They have absolutely no idea that Jesus is born their Savior. Christ the Lord is born in Bethlehem. And so the angels proclaim this good news, as Will said, to a group of shepherds living out in the grazing fields, probably about three or so miles outside of Bethlehem. A pretty simple, mundane group plain lifestyle, being interrupted in the evening by a bunch of angels. And it says that they were terrified. But I would like you to look at their unanimous response in verse 15. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Hey, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they go to Bethlehem and they find this baby. Which brings us to the second point. The Savior caused shepherds to seek Him. The Savior caused shepherds to seek Him. The next three points, basically this one, are the natural response after God's divine message is given. God's divine message was given to the shepherds. And then the next three things we're going to talk about is our response after the divine message is given, and after the divine message is given and it's believed. Everybody who calls themselves a Christian first receives a divine message from God. Maybe it came from a parent. Maybe it came from a pastor. I shared with you, my parents talked about Christ when I was very young, and a pastor gave an altar call when I was eight years old, and that was the divine message from God. Maybe for you it was a parent. Maybe for you it was a pastor. Maybe for you it was a, a Sunday school teacher. Maybe for you it was a, a camp speaker. Maybe uh, for you it was an evangelist. Maybe it was just in the privacy of your own home the Holy Spirit came to you and convicted you of your sin. It begins, your Christian journey begins with a divine call from God. It's called, in theology, the effective calling of God. And this is what the effective calling of God means. The effecting calling is an act of God, the Father, speaking through the human proclamation of the gospel in which he summons people to himself in such a way that they respond in saving faith. That is the effectual call of our Savior, 
And if you respond to that call, that's exactly what that call was meant to do. It's where everybody's faith begins. And in the case of the shepherd, their divine call came from angels. They heard it. They believed it. And after they believed it, they acted upon it. They seek this child. So if you're thinking about this, number one, you hear the good news. Number two, you believe the good news. And number three, you come to Jesus and embrace the Savior. And then the third point of our message is this. Not only did this Savior cause the shepherds to seek Him, this Savior caused word to be spread. This Savior caused word to be spread. This is actually the fourth step. I don't want to confuse you here. But here's the deal. You hear the message, you believe, you receive, or you embrace, and then naturally the next thing that happens is you spread the word. The Bible says, So they hurried, verse 16, off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him... They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. So the Savior caused the shepherds to seek him. The Savior caused the shepherds to spread the word concerning him. And it, according to our passage there, they created quite a stir with their story. And the Bible says the people were amazed. They couldn't keep it in. They said, hey, you know what? We were out in the fields and these, these, these angels came. And then we went into to, to, to Bethlehem and we saw this baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. We talked with Mary and Joseph and we heard their story. And we saw this baby. And it, it, it's so amazing. They're saying that they can't control it and they have to spread the word. So they leave there telling everybody that they met what had happened concerning this child. And all who heard it were amazed. Now I want to talk just briefly about the response of the people that heard it. They were amazed. Now that response is not necessarily the same as the shepherds, is it? I mean, it doesn't say they were amazed and immediately went and found this baby to worship that baby themselves. They were amazed. They thought, hey, wow, that's a pretty cool story. They received a divine message from the shepherds, but they did not believe, nor did they receive. They were just amazed. And when you think about our world today, there's a whole lot of people amazed about the Christmas story. You know, wow, that, that's amazing. That's really Gee, a baby in a manger in Bethlehem 2,000 plus years? Wow, that's, that's really amazing. But that's about where it stops, isn't it? If you're a Christ follower, you heard the good news. You believed the good news. You came to Jesus and you embraced Him as your Savior. And then as you are living out your Christian life, you are spreading or should be spreading that word. But even probably in our sanctuary today, there are some of you that think the story is amazing. But that's about as far as it's gotten for you. You've heard the gospel call, but you have not believed and received it. You haven't been what we've talked about 
You're not born again. The shepherds were. The shepherds were born again. They received the divine revelation. They, they believed it. They pursued it. And then they shared it. And then that brings us to our fourth point. They were changed by that message. They went back to their jobs glorifying and praising God. I think this is great. It says, uh, verse 19, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. We're going to talk a little bit about that on Christmas Eve. But look at verse 20. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Point number four, this Savior caused glorifying and praising an attitude of praise and worship is a mark of a true Christ follower. That's why I asked this morning, did you have the, I can't wait to get to church moment before you got here. I can't wait to worship God and live daily for my Savior and Lord. The shepherds who found Jesus returned differently. It says that they returned glorifying and praising God. I have a funny feeling after their encounter with Jesus, they were better shepherds. The sheep were, yes, thank you. Maybe they were better husbands. Maybe they were better dads. Maybe they were better friends. Maybe they were better church attenders. Maybe they were even better singers. Maybe they were better tithers. Maybe they were better servers. They were better people because they met Jesus, the Savior. And that's a challenge for us as Christ followers. We need to be better. We need to be different. And I think and know that you are. Are you a better husband? Are you a better wife? Are you a better grandparent? Are you a better dad? Are you a better friend? Are you a better church attender? Are you a better singer? Are you a better tither? Are you a better server? Are you a better person because Jesus is your Savior? Why should you be better? Well, the angels told us why. I want to introduce to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. At the bottom of your bulletin, the purpose of salvation is to bring glory to God in heaven from angels and from saints. We will see that in action when we get there. You know, Revelation gives us a feel for what's happening in heaven right now. This is what the Apostle John writes in Revelation chapter 5, verse 11. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousands times ten thousands. They encircled the throne and the living creature and the elders. In a very loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature... That's going to include you if you're a Christ follower. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them singing to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and ever. Amen. Boy, the Lord gives us a glimpse of what will happen 
in heaven when we get there. At the very bottom of your bulletin, here's the most important question. Will you be there? Will you be there? Let's bow our heads for prayer. My hope is that you will be. The gospel message is proclaimed. God loved the world so much that He sent His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's the divine call of God the Father who sent God the Son to die on a cross so that we would be given forgiveness for our sins. That's the message. And if you've never invited Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, well, it's pretty simple to do. You heard the message. You go and find Jesus. And say, Lord, I'm a sinner. And my sin has separated me from you. And so I need a Savior. I invite Jesus to be that Savior. To save me from my sin. I invite Jesus into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I want to be a Christ follower. I want to pursue Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. The one who has authority in my life. Thank you for coming in. That's, that's the first step after receiving the divine call. It's to believe. And then it's to pursue. And then it's to share. And then it's to be different. That's the way it goes. And that's the way our story goes this morning. Lord, I pray that if anyone is not sure that they will be joining that heavenly chorus that today would be the day of salvation. Today they would say yes to you. And then share that good news just like the shepherds did. And we'll all glorify and praise our heavenly Father for what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Minnetrista Baptist Church is a community of Christ followers who value preaching and teaching scripture, biblical obedience, community, prayer, and evangelism. If you'd like to learn more about Minnetrista Baptist Church, please visit our website at minnetristachurch.org and come by for a Sunday morning service. We'd love to meet you.